0: good morning good morning hi this is pressing forward a messenger of god just to encourage and uplift his people i want you to also know that i am forever growing i have not arrived and this is a learning channel we can learn on this podcast together i whatever he shares with me i would like to sh- i like to share with others because whatever he teaches me you know somebody else may need that food for thought That food for thought. And um, before we get started, I do not own any copyrights to any music played on this broadcast. Unless the Lord leads me to sing my own songs, which I know that He is able to play on the broadcast. But I do not own any copyrights to any music played on this broadcast. And I had to go back and rename one of my segments because i couldn't redo the audio you make my so that life it will be known that i do not new. do not own any copyrights today's topic is loving people from god's perspective well what do i mean by you loving people from god's perspective let's look at some you. of god's perspective uh what we Jesus, did yesterday. We could have did wrong yesterday. Our very thoughts that he knows. The things that he knows we're going to do before Lord, we do it. What we said. Lord, how we treat Lord. others. But still yet. God loves us. Jesus, unconditionally. Love his his love Lord, is not conditional. It's unconditional. He loves Lord, us despite our love. Which is why he sent his son Jesus. To die on a cross. To rise. Jesus, just for us to be reconciled. To believe. Him with all our hearts and love Him with all our hearts, mind, body, and soul. So, why is it so hard for us human beings to love each other the way God loves us? I'm going to go in First Corinthians 13 4 through 8. It says, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Why is it that we get so caught up on what someone has instead of truly being happy for them, whether they're they're just now getting married, whether they have their own business. Why we always got to be spiteful? Some of us are spiteful towards another's success when we should be happy and be motivated. For us. It should motivate us to want to get out there and hey, do what they did so that we can be successful and somebody can cheer us on because if you can't cheer on someone else, how can how, if you can't choose somebody else when they're successful how do you how do you feel how do you feel that someone should feel the same for, for you you know if you can't be happy for another one they don't expect nobody to be happy for you it says love does not brag and it's not proud or arrogant okay love is not arrogant or proud or, or brag not boastful trying to show off what you got just to just to intimidate another you know why do we as human beings got a Be in competition with one another Why do we gotta be prideful and arrogant To where we can't be told nothing You know uh, We should all be learnable And teachable regardless of what age We are I had a a, An old school tell me one time You're never too young to teach You're never too old to learn We're all in this world to learn from each other We're all in this world to help each other And to encourage each other We're all supposed to do that that's why God created every individual in this world. No matter what color they are, we all supposed to connect with one another. It says, love is not rude. Love does not disrespect. Hey, why do we as human beings got to disrespect each other? It is not self-seeking. Why do we always got to be about self? I'm not saying that you should not have a self-love moment because there are something so many times that We can go out our way for for people, and not, uh, you know, take time for ourselves. And we need that. But there are some people who are not even thoughtful. That it's all about them, and they will condemn you the very moment that you don't do nothing for them. But they never do anything for anybody else. We do have selfish people who have become self-centered. Um. It is not provoked, not easily provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. Love is not easily angered. There are moments, because we are human beings, there are moments and times that we as humans get angry. Now, that is something that I'm still learning. I know a lot of people are out there still learning, but at that very moment when we feel our flesh rising up, we got to question ourselves why are we getting mad? Is this worth getting mad over? We got to, you know, have a self-talk with God. Like, help, have a self-talk and, and, and right there with God, like, God, why am I mad? You know, and he'll show you, he'll show you. You know, how do I prevent this from happening? We got to walk away because if we're operating in anger, we can say something wrong, you know, that will be hard to be, uh, you know, sometimes you say stuff and you can't take it back which we all should be forgiving, but not everybody picks up their forgiveness so easily. So uh, it says, it does not take into account a wrong endured. Love does not keep records of wrongs. How many of y'all are, you know, walking in unforgiveness? Unforgiveness is a lack of love and it is also uh, a sign of anger or resentment towards another person because of what they've done to you. So, you know, I've heard people say, uh, I forgive, but I can't forget. And I have operated that like that in the past to the point like where I, if I would see the person, I'd get all upset again because the enemy would replay those thoughts about what that person done. And I would be all mad again. And it could have been five years ago. It could have been six months ago. You know, and uh, that's, something, that's not something I want on my heart. And it, it, it destroys your peace, your sanity. And you should want to feel like that. That's a ugly way of feeling. You know, also, I was a caregiver at one point in time. And I met these, I'm going to say 70 or 80-year-old couples. And the uh, the wife was, you know, she was telling me about her husband. Because they had a neighbor. And uh, her husband and this neighbor, which was a guy also, were beefing with each other. they was just like head into it and it was over something that happened twenty years ago. and she was like at first she was right along with it arguing with the uh, the man's wife, but then she says, forget this, this is not worth my peace or my sanity." But she was praying that he would, you know, get over it as well. And some of us, we just came not seem to get over stuff. And I was like, at that very moment, when God was showing me that, I mean, because the man was just talking about it, talking about it. Even though his wife was saying, hey, I need my medicine. Because he was supposed to go pick up her medicine. He was still focused on what happened 20 years ago between him and that man. All, all it took was for him to see that man. And he was all riled up. And I was like, Lord... I do not want to be like that, 70 or 80 years old, still dwelling on what happened, what was the past. I want to be able to move forward because that is a sign of unforgiveness and unforgiveness keep us from the many blessings of God. Not saying that he don't bless us because he makes it rain on the just and the unjust, but we can't have his best because we're not at our best. So that was a hard check right there. It says, um, uh, it does not rejoice at injustice, does not rejoice at injustice. When something bad happens to you, you know, uh, you're not going to get, if something bad happens to you, you your, a person shouldn't get mad. Like, for example, if you and this person, y'all was into it, right? And let's say something wrongfully happened to this person. You're not supposed to be like, aha, that's what you get for what you did to me. I want to, I want to read y'all something on that. <laughs> I wasn't going to go into two scriptures y'all, but it, I think this is something that we all need to learn. We all need to learn. And, uh um, I'm going to go to Proverbs 24, 17, because we all do this when something bad happens to somebody that did wrong to us. We're like, that's what they get. That's what they did to me you know they should not have never did what they did to me they're they getting back what they did to her you know it shouldn't be like that we should still have sympathy and compassion but Proverbs 24 17 says and this is what it says do not rejoice and gloat when your enemy falls and do not let your heart be glad and self-righteousness when he stumbles verse 18 so we're gonna go through to 18 too it says, or the Lord would see your gloating and be displeased and turn his anger away from your enemy. That means, you know how God said, vengeance is heels. He said, you acting like that. He was like, you know what? <laughs> since she want to act like that, since he wants to act like that and be happy that this person stumbles and it's a wrong, the way the person is stumbling, I'm not going to even take care of it. Now see if he laughs at that. <laughs> But yeah, we're not supposed to be even be uh prideful in that. That shows a sense of pride and arrogance. And God does not like that. No, he doesn't. Because he could think the same way about us. He could be like, uh, I ain't gonna answer her prayer, or I'm not gonna save her life just because she don't never give me time, or he don't never give me time. He could be the same way. Way we are towards each other, ain't ain't it true that we human beings have stinking thinking and stinking ways? We are so not worthy of God's love, but He He sees fit that we that He's mindful of us that we're so deserving of His love. We're not worthy, but He thinks we are. We're we have stinking thinking, and the way we treat each other is horrible. It really is. It's horrible. We say stuff out of our mouth. Then we praise and glorify Him. We go behind each other's back and gossip and that's not how we're supposed to be. That is not loving people from God's perspective. Uh, it says, love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Well, that's how we're supposed to be for each other. If your brother and your sister falling, because we are brothers and sisters because of the Most High God. If your brother and sister are falling, we should be uplifting one another. We should be uplifting each other up we should be prayerful even towards our enemies you know not saying that you shouldn't love people from afar because you sh- some people you should you should love from afar but some people we be keeping them from afar a over petty stuff over a dime over a penny over five dollars you know what i'm saying now i was in a situation with my ex-husband he was abusive and he almost took my life now, that's when you love people from afar. And I had to love them from afar because in, in, in for the uh, goodness of my children in my life, I had to love them from afar. I pray for him. I don't hate him. I don't resent him. And I pray for his soul. I pray that God save him from himself, from harming anything or harming himself, and that God would just show up and show out in his life. And that's how we should be towards our enemies period i had a situation where um i was at work with this younger girl and she was way younger than me but this girl was very hype, active she was young but she was always coming for me y'all like when i said coming for me she was always attacking me saying stuff to me and it got to the point where me this is a transparent moment i was arguing with the girl i was arguing with her back to the point where you know i was like you know what god i ain't gonna say nothing to her i'm not gonna do this do this but every time it's like like god would just undo what was in my heart and i had this love for this girl and i still would be nice and be kind and then we get to argue again we get to argue again i'm like well, you know what i'm just i'm for real i'm not gonna talk to her i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that and he had touched my heart to give her her favorite candy which was some gummy uh wild berry lifesavers And when I gave it to her, she said, oh, I'm going to have to stop being mean to you, blah, 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 blah. But she still kept going. But it got to the point where I got to know her. We became close. And I had the love of God in my heart for her. Regardless of how she was, I started to be able to look over it. Look over how she was and just love her for her. And that's how we are. Sometimes, um... We just have to love the hell out of people and I'm not cussing, but I've had someone tell me sometimes you have to love the hell out of people, whatever's in them. You have to love that hate. I mean, because anything that's not like God is hell. You have to love that hate, that arrogance, that ignorance out of people. You have to love people because people are the way they are because of something that uh, they've been through. And uh, one of the scriptures paul talked about to a jew he was a jew to a gentile he was a gentile by any means to reach a lot of people and um to lead them to christ how do we lead people to christ you have to be relatable understandable you know so i thank god for that let that uh taste of that lesson because i'm still forever learning i have not arrived like that was a taste and what that's what led me to do this podcast to love people from God's perspective because I didn't understand it at first but then the more that I had to because I had to be at the job and we had to be able to it's what it means by bear with one another we had to bear with one another I had to bear with her personality she had to bear with mine but we learned to love each other and uh she like a little sister to me so we have to love people from God's perspective and not our own, because sometimes we, as a people, we be like, "Oh, she acting like that? Uh, uh-uh. uh, that ain't like God." But, but sometimes how we act is not like how God wants us to act, because He doesn't do us like that. He could just thump us over too. So I'm not saying that some people you shouldn't love her from afar. Yes, if they're detrimental to your life, you know, and your and your feelings. Yes, and some people you do have to take a season away from until you learn how to deal with people, especially if we overly uh, emotional and sensitive and very easy to be hurt. That means we still need some healing somewhere and we have to ask God to teach us. You know, it's okay to ask God to teach you to love people and He's going to teach you, but you got to be prepared to take that test now and to forgive folks. You know, it's been a time in my life where people have done me wrong and I had hated these people. And I literally told God transparently that I hated these people, but he helped me. He helped me to love these people despite how they look at me, treat me. I mean, you can know you can know how folks look at you. You can feel that. It's called discernment. You can feel it, but you still have to be around these people and you still have to learn, learn to love them because God can love us the same way. So I hope this broadcast helped you. Uh I was supposed to go deeper, but uh <laughs> I didn't. But I do want to leave you uh I guess I could do one more little scripture so that you can leave this as a food for thought. Now, in the book of Luke 6. In Luke 6, verses 20 i think is 27 this is just something to think about something to remind yourself of why it's important to love people from god's perspective you even have to forgive your enemies y'all so 27 says but i say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words love that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies Make it a practice to do good to those who hate you. And that's how I had to do with that girl. I had to learn how to be able to bear with her to um, especially if I call myself a child of God. I had to learn to love her and uh, bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. And whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one also simply, which means simply ignore insignificant insults or losses and do not bother to retaliate, maintain your dignity. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. And if you want to look deeper, it's Matthew chapter five, 39 through 42. It says, give to everyone who asks of you and whoever takes away what is yours. Do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. Regardless of how people treat you, you still got to show them the love of God. Like regardless of how they look at you, regardless if you feel, feel like they fake or pretty or fake or whatever, you know, you still have to love people the way you want to be loved. Because when you learn to love people, despite the love, like God loves us. Come on now. Every day. Do you think we worthy of his love? Do you think we're worthy of what we do that nobody else sees that God sees, though? Do you think we're worthy of his love? We got to love people the same way he loves us. And so anyways, if you only love those, God says, if you only love those who love you, what credit is that? What good is that? Anybody can do that. That's what he's saying. For even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect to receive it back, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to receive back the same amount. And you know what? That is one of the biggest uh, things that destroys family because we help someone and and they owe us back, <laughs> especially when we want them to pay us back. And they don't, we get disappointed and it turns down family, friendships and all that. And that's why I've uh, made it myself. And I even told someone that I always give as a cheerful giver, because God always talks about a cheerful giver, but cheerful giver can be used in many forms and ways. It don't have to always be in tithing. It can be when you give to people, because when you give to people, you expect nothing back. You won't get disappointed. You won't get upset that if they do give it back, you still be blessed. They give it back. If they don't, you know, God going to bless you with just as much. Give from your heart you know don't hold it over a person's head when you give also because there are some people like that they give and then they oh i did this and i did that no then then god wasn't pleased with with your giving because you was holding uh that over that person's head so it says if you uh it says even sinners lend to lend to sinners expecting to receive back the same amount but love that is Unselfly seek the best or higher good for your enemies and do good, then expecting nothing in return for your reward will be great, rich and abundant and you will be sons of the Most High because he himself is kind and gracious and good to the ungrateful and the wicked which means he reigns on the just and the unjust. It also says if you do good to those who do good to you what credit is that? Okay, why do good to those who look nice just like you? No, go out there and be different. Do good to those whom nobody would go around to do good to or whom nobody would do good to. Even for those that you feel that are unworthy to be done. No, because God could be the same way to you. Have a blessed day. And I hope this broadcast, this podcast uplifts you. Hello, good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. This is Pressing Forward. I am an encourager and a messenger of God. And this is also a transparency channel where I will be sharing some things with you that God puts on my heart, because who knows, you may be going through the same thing. So today's topic that I will be sharing is called Examine Yourself, Turning Away from the Things of This World. So today, I was um, having a long time with God, and I was thinking about some choices and decisions that uh, I needed to make because it was into question whether those things would pull me away from God or will it draw me close to God. So sometimes in life, we have to make choices and decisions that would, you know, be pleasing to the Lord. That that he would want us to follow because he knows that the enemy goes around seeking whom he may devour though sometimes when we make the wrong choices it can lead us into wrong situations or wrong things that would affect us mentally or physically or emotionally and God doesn't want that as I've said in my uh, broad first very first broadcast that I did on this station was that the blessings of the Lord make us one rich and add of no sorrow to it. And that's Proverbs 10, 22. He's not going to put nothing in our life that is going to harm us. Because you know what? His ways is not our ways and His thoughts is not our thoughts. So I was in uh, Scripture, Psalms 119. And there are two verses within Psalm 119 that really touched me. And that's verse 101 and verse 104. So I'm going to read verse 101. And it says, I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I might obey your word. There's a reference scripture that was right along with it, which was Proverbs 115. And it says, my child, this is God speaking to us. Don't go along with them. Stay away from their paths. So there are some choices that we need to make that can lead us down the wrong path. It says, I have kept my feet from every evil path. So how can we stay how can we refrain from sin or from some things that will destroy our lives? We don't go down that road. Like, it could be a party, but if you know that you're a heavy drinker or you know that you're going to do the same things you normally do, then you don't go to that party. It's also called breaking cycles in your life, because sometimes we repeat these same cycles, and then we become stagnant, and we become in these same situations, and our and our lives don't get no better. Like God blesses us, but we can have even greater blessings for Him if we follow His statutes, His precepts, and if we if we study and focus on His Word, if we listen to Him, if we pray to Him, and love Him with all of our hearts. And speaking of love, you know Jesus said in John. 14 verse 15 it says if you really love me you will keep and obey my commandments if we really truly love God like we say we do we will love and keep his commandments we always talk about how we love God I've I've heard people say but God loves me just the way I am he does but he doesn't want us to stay in that puddle of sin he doesn't want us to make wrong choices because he loves us so much he's a father what father doesn't love their child one thing about God I don't know if you have a father or not. He's not going to abandon you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. And he's always there for you, supplying your needs according to his riches and glory. And so he truly cares. He doesn't want us to go down that wrong path because he knows it leads to destruction. He knows that the enemy would at any moment, I mean, look what's going on around us. Death. The enemy is taking lives. Lives are being taken. You know, lives are being taken like crazy. And We got to have some Jesus life insurance before we leave this world. We're not here for this world to be here for eternally. No, we're here for the glory of God, to do his good will, to uplift and help one another so that when we leave this world and and judgment day come, he can say, well done my good and faithful servant because we did everything unto the Lord. And he knows that the enemy is trying to take as many people as he can with him. So if we love God, we will follow his commandments, obey his precepts, because he says their pathways leads to destruction. His ways is not our ways, and God's ways is not our ways, and his thoughts is not our thoughts. He knows. He, he, he knows everything. He knows what we're going to do before we do it. He sees what's ahead that we don't see. So why not follow the good and faithful father that wants to give us an abundance life? He said, I came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly verse 104 it says well sorry psalms 119 verse 104 it says from your wisdom i get understanding therefore i hate every false way man you read the word of god you get so much clarity so much understanding it fills your heart because you like you know what it makes you want to do right you know what because when i read that today i said you know what Uh uh-uh I'm not going to even go down that path. Uh uh-uh. uh. I want the blessings of you, Lord, to make my life rich. I'm going to follow your precepts. I'm going to listen to your word because your word has so much understanding in it. So I hate every false way. Everything, every false way, every lying, deception, or road that seems good. You know how to say it looks good. But what what does it look like on the inside? What is the outcome of it? You know what I'm saying? Somebody could. Um, uh, smoke a, a smoke weed or something like that. And It may not affect them as it does everybody else. It may tear them down mentally. I mean, everything is not for everything, and and eventually, even if you smoke it or whatever drug you use, it leads down a path to destruction, a path to sin. It's like you open up the doorway to uh, to the gate of hell, and then here comes more hell in your life, and more hell in your life, and more hell in your life. You know, because I've been there. I started smoking. Then I started smoking cigarettes. Then I started drinking alcohol and God took all those things away from me. So, you know, it leads to destruction. Those things that may may feel good to you, it leads to destruction. And so how do we refrain from tapping into those things or those things that are going to put us on the wrong path? We stay away from those paths. If we love God... If we want greatness in our life, if we're tired, if you're truly tired, if you're truly sick and tired of going through the same cycles or going through what you're going through, you're going to stay away. You're going to remove yourself from the situation. And and if there's a situation that you feel like you can't come out of, hey, when you you get on your knees and you pray to the most high God, he's going to answer that prayer and he always opens up a door of escape for you to enter. You just have to walk in it and don't look back. God is a way maker. So um, one of the other scriptures that I had came across was Lamentations 340. It says, let us examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. And that's what he wants us to do because he knows the things of this world brings destruction. Uh, If you read Romans 12, Romans 12, I'm going to go to that. That wasn't one of my scriptures, but you know, that's what's on my heart right now. (laughs) So, Romans 12, verses 1. And I'm going to read 1 and 2. So, bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Bear with me. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. You ever watch Color Purple? (laughs) So, anyways... Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart, set apart, different as a living sacrifice, holy and well pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of god is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you and that was um that was uh, Romans twelve one through 2 and I came from the amplified version and I love the amplified version because it breaks it down for you and you be like okay yes that part so you know I just came on here to share with you what God shared with me to you know examine yourselves turn away from the things of this world what is some if you what are some things that you want a uh, change about your life? You know, do you want better for your life? I want better for mine. So, you know, I made a choice to close that door and not open it because I know that that door that I wanted to open is going to lead to destruction. And sometimes you have to get tired of living in a life full of chaos or destruction. You know, it doesn't feel good to be sad or upset or, you know, all the time. And don't beat yourself up. If you Or one of those that beat yourself up. No. Get up. Ask God for forgiveness. Repent. Turn away from it. I don't care how many times you fall. Turn away from it. Don't make an excuse now. Because God's grace and his mercy is new every morning. But let us not take his grace for granted. I hope you guys have a blessed day. I'm going to say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful, magnificent day that you have blessed us to see. Thank you for another chance. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Thank you, Lord, that your love covers a multitude of sins, that you love us so much that when we come to you, Lord, you cast our sins into the sea of forgiveness, God. I ask you, Father God, to help us to love you more so that your word would saturate our hearts and we would turn away from the things and the patterns of this world, Lord. Help us to follow you, God, and to follow your commandments if we truly love you, God. Lead us on the path of righteousness. And I pray, Father God, that you will make every crooked path straight in our lives, our family's life, and others life God is you are able to do because God we know that you are able to do with silly abundantly above all that we can ever think or ask God and I thank you Lord that there's no problem that you cannot change no situation you cannot change there's no hard heart that you cannot soften there's nobody so messed up or done so much things that you cannot turn around God because you are a awesome magnif- magnif- magnificent super divine amazing God you are you are mighty you are the great I am you are the Elohim you are Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Nisi God and I pray Lord that you would touch hearts as you always do and change lives Lord and let the the hearts of those who really desire good for their life know that Lord that you are with them that you would never leave them or forsake them that you will help them to get through whatever they're getting through there's no struggle God I thank you Lord there's no struggle that we have, that we bear with it, you cannot shift, God, because I know you did it for me when I was struggling with some things spiritually that went so hard to leave. But God, you had gave me that self-control. You had gave me that ability, Lord, to walk away from those things. And I thank you, God, for loving me and loving others, Lord, more than they can ever think. In Jesus' name, amen.